Hi friends! <laughs> hey. Welcome back to Cozy Combos in the Car. We're very happy to have you here. Yes, absolutely. We hope you guys are having a great week thus far. Today we are going through 2 Corinthians chapter 11. 11. Yeah, We are in the home stretch of this little series. Three more chapters! Yay! <laughs> we're so close. So we're just going to go ahead and dive right on in. Do you want to read it or do you want me to? Uh... Okay. Oh, that you would bear with me in little in a little folly, and indeed you do bear with me, for I am jealous for you with godly jealousy, for I have be- for I have betrothed to you one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. But I fear lest somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he who comes preaches another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if you receive a different spirit which you have not received, or a different gospel which you have not accepted, you may well put up with it. For I consider that I am not at all inferior to the most eminent apostles." Even though I am, an untra- I am untrained in speech, yet I am not in knowledge. We ha- but we have been thoroughly manifested among you in all things. Did I commit sin in humbling myself that you might be exalted because I, did- because I preached the gospel of God to you free of charge? I robbed other churches, taking wages from them to minister to you. And when I was present with you in a need, I was a burden to no one. For what I lacked, the brethren who came from Macedonia supplied, and in everything I kept myself from being burdensome to you, and so I will keep myself. As the truth of Christ is in me, no one shall stop me from boasting in the regions of Achaia. Why? Because I do not love you? God knows. But what I do, I will also continue to do, that I may cut off the opportunity from those who desire an opportunity to be regarded just as we are in the things of which they boast. For they are, for such are apostles, for such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministry if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, whose end will be according to their works. I say again, let no one think me a fool, if otherwise at least receive me as a fool, so that, so that I also may boast a little. What I speak, I speak not according to the Lord, but as it were, foolishly, in this confidence of boasting. Seeing that many boast according to the flesh, I will also boast. For you put up with the fools gladly, since you yourselves are wise. For you put up with it, if one brings you to in, into bondage, if one devours you, if one takes from you, if one exalts himself, if one strikes you on the face. To our shame, I say that we were too weak for that. But in whatever anyone is bold, I speak foolishly, I am bold also. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Adam? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. In labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequently, in deaths often. For for the Jews five times I received forty stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. 
Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I have been in the deep. In journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the Gentiles, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brothers, brethren, in weariness and toil, in sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness, besides the other things, what Beside, besides the other things, what comes up upon me? What comes upon me daily? My deep concern for all the churches. Who is weak and I am not weak? Who is made to stumble and I do not burn with indignation? If I must boast, I will boast in the things which concern my infirmity. The God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is blessed forever, knows that I am not lying. In Damascus, the governor under Aratas the king was the guarding the city of Dema- of the Damascus. How do you say that? Damascus. Damascus. No, it's oh, the people of the Damascus. The 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 Damascus with a garrison desiring to arrest me, but I was let down in a basket through a window in the wall and escaped from his hands. So that was a lot. Paul went through some stuff. <laughs> Yeah, the entire last part, it's literally in it. It's called Suffering yeah. for Christ. I think um, it's interesting that he spent so much time in the waters. Like, he spent a night and a day in the open sea. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't know that. Oh, mine says he said he spent a night and a day in the open sea. It, uh, mine's, uh, where did, mine says something like that. Uh, oh, I have been in the deep. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, he, he, it's honestly, he's seen some things. He went through so much. It's Mm -hmm. honestly hard for me to believe that he like still loved Jesus through Mm -hmm. all of that. Like, yes, that's what our faith is about. Like we go through all of this because we love Jesus and we want to share him. Mm -hmm. But that's just, that's a lot. But yet, joy can still be found in difficult circumstances. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're really supposed to find joy that. in all circumstances. Joy in suffering. That's yeah. like, There's a whole section of the Bible mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good stuff in here. Um, verse 2. Very interesting. I'm jealous yes. for you with a godly jealousy. And when we think of jealousy, like a, I, I always think of like a worldly jealousy. Yes. But... A godly jealousy is so different because godly jealousy is a righteous, a want for us to be with him. Mm -hmm. And I think him meaning God, God wants us to be with him. Yes. Which I think is so good. Um, I like, it's verse three. So your minds, uh, oh wait it starts but i fear lest somehow as the serpent deceived eve by his craftiness so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that Mm. is in christ yeah i don't even know how to explain that i just like i yeah i mean i think paul is acknowledging you know from eve's deception our minds have been Mm -hmm. corrupted corrupted like truth has been distorted lies are more frequent like yeah. I don't have many thoughts on it, just just that. I love Paul's sense of humor in verse 4. Excuse me, it says, um, 
For if he who comes preaches another Jesus whom we have not preached, or if you receive a different spirit which you have not received, or a different gospel which you have not accepted, you may well put up with it. <laughs> you put up with it easily enough. That's what it says in mine. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, I also love love his, um, like, verse 6. Even though I'm untrained in speech, I yet I am not in knowledge. He's very knowledgeable. But he's knowledgeable in Christ. So that's like a boasting of himself, but boasting of the gift God gave him. Which is a good form of boasting. Because we talked about boasting in the last few episodes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and then reluctant boasting. I mean, that's the kind of boasting, like, um, I was listening, I don't remember what we were talking about. But, oh, we were trying to prove, like, did the New Testament really happen? And I'm getting to the point. It it won't make sense now, but it will in a minute. But we were talking about um, the embarrassing stories that uh, the, like, there's so many embarrassing stories. And if you're just writing, like, a lie, like, if the apostles were, like, writing this about Jesus, wouldn't you, or, and writing this about themselves, wouldn't they want to, like, make themselves look so much better than they actually mm. were? Um but instead they still included those embarrassing stories like Paul denying Jesus and oh there's so many I can't think of any more off the top of my head there mm-hmm. were tons of examples yeah. but like even this one like Paul's calling himself um or he's reluctantly boasting and saying like you can take me as a fool I don't really care but um yeah I feel like that ties together mm-hmm. um 14 stuck out and no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. I like the verses surrounding it, too. Mm-hmm. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And then, therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into ministers of righteousness, who end will be according to their works. So... This year, I get to write a thesis for school. Um, it's a little controversial, but basically, I'm talking about demons a lot in it, and um, talking about their agenda and like what is happening in our world a lot today. And so, I'm using these three verses, thirteen through fifteen, and it's just describing and defining what a demon is and what modern day demons are. Um, and they are, they masquerade as, and they transform themselves into angels of light. And so we are always drawn to the light, but in this context, like that light is usually the darkness because Satan offers us these, oh, what's the word? (sighs) They're not... He says all these things, all these great things, like, you follow me, you get all this, and then you don't, you just don't fill that hole in your heart, and so, even though he promises that he will. Yeah. like it. Um. Let's see. Um, okay, so after Paul just kind of talks about his whole experiences and stuff with his persecution and everything, he talks about, um, 
that if he's going to boast, he'll boast of the things that show his weakness. Mm-hmm. And I mean, kind of going back to what Kylie said, like if the apostles wrote this, like you would think that they would embellish a little bit to make themselves oh, seem better. But even then, Paul talks about the things that showed his weakness. Like he was really honestly real. He was raw in this book. He talked about openly mm-hmm. what happened. He's not, he's not embellishing at all. Yeah. Like he's saying, if I'm if I'm going to boast, then hey, here's let like let, I'll be real about it, you know. Which I can I can have a strong appreciation for. Mm-hmm. He's very um, vulnerable in mm-hmm. this part. Um, yeah. I also like the word indignation. Yeah, in verse twenty nine, who is weak and I am not weak? Who is made to stumble and I do not burn with indignation? And I didn't, honestly did not know what that word meant, so I looked it up, and it means anger or annoyance provoked by what is perceived as unfair treatment. Hmm. So, yeah, he was treated very unfairly, yeah. but he did it all for the glory of God, and he still uh, shared the good news with people, even though. He knew he was going to get treated unfairly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really, I, I think it's cool that he literally lists everything here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, don't, don't hold back. <laughs> Just tell it how it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have a ton of more, like, thoughts on this chapter. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. I think Paul was just, he made it very clear, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he, he talked about false apostles. He talked about his sufferings. So it was, it was a good chapter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts? Nope. <laughs> okay. In that case, then, um, I'll go ahead and pray us out. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so, so much for this time that we have together today to just dive into your word and just um, reflect on Paul and his life and his, his thoughts and his actions and Um, We thank you for this time, and we ask that you bless our audience on the other side of the device of whatever they may be listening from, and we ask that you bless their week and uh, bless this podcast. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you all so much for listening today. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Have a great week. Jesus loves you. Bye. Bye.